or feeling good today? Well, we should feel good today. We should, you know. A lot going on. A lot of things are happening. A lot is uh, taking place. (laughs) A lot. And one thing that I've learned about a lot of things is taking a place. We think that we're so different from one another. We pride ourselves on that. We pride ourselves that, you know, no, I'm saying because most people, because that shit don't, you know, you're no different. You know why you know you're no different? Because a bullet does the same thing to everybody. You know, it's it's made to to kill you. And um, shout out to More Lazy. What up, baby? Shout out to More Lazy. What's going on? It's made to do some real bad things to you. Yeah. I just got rid of my my stools, man. I, yeah, you ever get rid of shit when you're like, why did I fucking do that? Like, I got the worst things here that I'm actually using, man. So be patient with me. You know what I'm saying? Be patient. How's your Friday going? Are you celebrating Halloween? What are you doing for the, you know what I mean? Do you really care? Tell me if you care. Tell me if you really care. That's a song from SOS Band. Yeah. I had the pleasure last night of listening to Jimmy Jam of uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Man. There's one thing that I want to do when it comes to doing interviews is interviewing that brother there. I know some people are like, well, really him? No, no. I really want to interview Jimmy Jam. Because, first of all, he's a brilliant man. He has a lot to talk about. Man. Shout out to AP Wiz. Oh, man. What a beautiful, what a beautiful compliment, man. Thank you, man. It's important, man, for us men and women to give compliments to each other. Yo, bro, salute to the number one show on YouTube. And some people just think like, really, I was the number one. Kevin Samuels, all these other guys got more followers. Hey, that's an honor. I'm honored that you feel that way. And I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for putting me in that category. Because I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are the best producers of all time. For me, for my generation, that was the best producers because that reminded me of a special time, a special place. That's the only music that makes me feel good, listening to their music. So, you know you know what I'm saying? And, and it, it, they may not be number one to anybody else, but I'm pretty sure they would take that and say, hey, man, we, we appreciate that too. It is appreciated. You know, when you, when you come to YouTube, or any podcast, because this is a podcast as well. Some people are going to think in a zone of, you know, kind of the acceptance of things are based on how many followers you have, how many people that you have following you. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, come on now. If I had been here just for followers and views, I would have been gone years ago. You know? This is a great thing because there have been days that I've been on this channel and 
I was going through some serious things. And you would have probably never known. And when I talk about the videos that I'm spazzing and going in on the motherfucker, we're talking about times where I could just be talking like this. And the fact that I pressed record and was able to commit to this and do it, that's a big deal. But now I'm now I'm watching everything. Like the 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 seats just squeaking, the lighting, like everything I'm paying attention to. And that's what you should do. You you want to put yourself in a position where you're able to pay attention to things that you normally wouldn't pay attention to. That's why you pay attention to it. You you pay attention to it because it's now it's something that becomes your baby. It's like when you watch the Shark Tank, right? And these people putting their heart, soul, and lives. And one of them sharks say, listen, I'll buy your business. I seen a show yesterday. And it was emotional. And the woman said, and I quote, she cried because they offered a 200000 to buy the company. Like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to give you 200000 for the whole fucking company. Like, I'm going to cut your losses. And the fact that it's, it's it's more to it than just making a flip, the mother and the daughter started crying. And when they were crying, I noticed Mr. Wonderful had a little tear in his eye. Shit. Yeah, that tough one is always talking shit with the big fucking mouth. Yep, he, he, he was tearing. And you know why he was tearing? He was tearing because he felt the emotion of human nature. We're connected. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that all that tough shit and all the little wise answers. I know at the end of the day, he's a big fucking teddy bear. That's just a defense mechanism. That's to make you think that he's invincible. He never cries. Oh, Mr. Wonderful, he never cries. He talks to everybody like shit. Yeah, he's probably the softest fucking one on the whole damn panel. The tough one is that motherfucking one that owned the Mavericks. He's tougher than him. But you would never believe that. You know what I'm saying? So when, when you're looking at these situations, you're laying everything out. You're like, you know what? I didn't realize this, Nate. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. You know, when you when you have people that play tough, usually they're the ones that's, you know what I mean? They, 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 they have a soft spot. It's like a big grizzly bear. You know, at the end of the day, that you know, somebody could make that big grizzly bear fucking cry in the middle of the snowstorm. Big grizzly bear. I don't know if you ever seen one of them motherfuckers running, if you have even seen one in person, but you're talking about some shit you don't want to ever get near is a grizzly bear. But even Christ, it's nature. It's nature to have a heart. It's a nature to feel, you know what I'm saying? Some some sorrow. But we 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 cough it up with this, yo, that's why I cut motherfuckers off. Okay, you need to cry. So back to this lady. She, so she had this amazing invention about ties. I don't know. He said, fuck it. I, I'll give you 20000 Meaning that you Meaning that means you can't have shit to do with this anymore. That's it. You sell this shit to me. This shit is gone. And they cried. And I even felt, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Because that was one of their babies. You know, just imagine something you created. You know, and somebody wants to buy it. Like, yo, you know what, man? Ask Nathaniel, fuck that. We know that this is what you've been doing for years. We want to buy this shit. We'll give you fucking $500,000. You wouldn't have made that shit anyway, nigga. So 
caught for them. And you sitting there like, damn, like I won't even have no access to the name anymore. You know what I'm saying? It can get you. But all these distractions are like this because how I come here to you, it's my duty. I'm committed to you. I, I have to do this. I, I'm committed to you to do all of the above because it's a work in progress. There's things that I see on every show and I'm learning. You won't realize it. But on every show, everything that I do here, shout to God, son. So, you know, at what point do we encourage somebody else to wake up and push themselves? And you're going to, you know what I mean? Now, listen, this is not a long video here. I'm just kind of trying to give you some rhythm here. Cause I know a lot of you all that you need to fucking cry. You need that. You got a lot on your mind. You got a lot that you're going through. There's a lot that you're dealing with. And you need to cry. You just don't know what the fuck to do. It's like, who, who do I run to? Who do I trust? When you're in the car and you're going through a change, like, what happens when you feel that body saying, whoa, I'm about to burst? What do you do? You hold it back. Let the tears out, man. That's nature. That's a natural essence. For you to cry, it's natural. That means that you're alive. You're breathing. You have tears. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let out. It's okay to let out the steam. Let it go. So what I got to do is I got to put this message out. Shout out to God, son. Shout out to my man, Anthony McClash. What's going on, brother? You know, there's a lot going on. And we need to acknowledge each other. And I'm encouraging you to cry. Let that shit out, man. Let it go. Let it go. And a lot of you big dudes and you men, you're like, yeah, you know, man don't cry. Yeah, okay. If man didn't cry, then why are you here? You know what I mean? Like, you're a human being. There's going to be something that's going to make you cry. So be careful with that. Embrace that. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed that you have feelings. Somebody double-crossed you and you holding that shit in your ass. Well, I don't fuck with that nigga. I ain't fuck with that nigga since 1999, approximately 436. And it's been going on about four days and four minutes. No, how do you count that? Because you were hurt. Communication, man. Tell the person, man, yo, I ain't going to lie to you, big bro. You fucked that nigga up. I was fucked up over what you did. Tell a person that. They need to know that. It's your obligation to let a person know that they fucked you up. But it's also your obligation to not destroy yourself with future pre-existing problems. Because that's what you do when you hold all that in. Because you don't want to cry because you're ashamed. You're a fucking man, so you feel like you're not supposed to cry. That's a lie. Just because a nigga cried don't mean he can't fuck you up. You know, Mike Tyson cried like a motherfucker, but he'll, he'll still kick your fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? So what does that mean? Does it? You can't look less at a man or a woman that cries. Because you need to cry. You need to let that steam off of your chest. You need to take that off. 
We can't handle all this stuff that we're dealing with. This is too much. There's way too much going on. We can't handle it all. We just can't deal with it all. We can't. You know, the more and more you think that you can deal with things, the less you achieve. Because in your mindset, you truly believe that everything that's presented to you is happening for a reason. So what's the reason? If you believe that it happened for a reason, what's the fucking reason? You could go to a therapist. You could go to a pastor. Trust me when I tell you, they're going to say the same thing if they care. Only difference is here is you don't have to pay for it. It's free. Sometimes it's best to say, well, you know, overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Overwhelmed means I need to fucking cry. Doesn't mean you need a drink. Doesn't mean you need to smoke a joint. Doesn't mean you need to fucking get high. It means you need to cry. That's what overwhelm is. It's an overload of feelings. The mind and body could only take so much. The, the, the soul can take but so much. And the soul lives on for eternity. So if the soul lives on for eternity, why not manicure it now when you are connected to your soul because you're alive. Your body's here. Your body's here. The body's a temple. You pass on, that soul is still existing. You ever see a situation where you're like, ooh, thank God I almost ducked that accident. That was a close one. Do you, do you think that was you? Do you think that was your great skills because you're just a great defensive driver? That probably is one of your lost uncles that fucking blocked that. He literally probably gave you the strength to turn the fucking wheel because you almost fucking could have got into a damn head-on collision. You don't know because you're not dead yet. So if you're, if, you're, if you're able to listen to this video, you have the ability to do what your souls are doing, but you're able to do it in real time because you're here as a person. So you suffer. You, 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 you don't fuck with this one. You cut this one off. Last year, I didn't fuck with this one. I cut this one, left them off in 2020. Yeah, okay. What, what did you accomplish from that? Nothing. What did you, don't tell me no materialistic shit. I don't want to hear you purchased a fucking building and you bought a bridge. Uh, what did you learn from that? Has it strengthened you to be a better person? Yes, mentioned me to be a better person. I don't fuck with nobody. Anybody that fucking devil cross me, they cut off. That you need to cry because you're a cry fucking baby. That's a cry baby. You ever see a cry baby when they can't get their way to catch a temper tantrum? You can't get your fucking way because you don't want to take the responsibility that people around you are fucked up and you should have known better. You fucked me over and I've been friends with you for years. I had to know you was a piece of shit one way or another. I had to know that. So now you caught me and instead of me taking responsibility, I blame you. Yo, that's fucked up. Yo, you done. You never achieved nothing. And all I'm going to do all life is just wait for you to fail because you fucked me over. As I'm talking, I hear the wind blowing. You, you think that's just the wind going... You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, that's, that's spirits. They're talking. Because there's not enough of us doing anything. All these babies out here, all these mandates, 
we don't take, we're not going to take the shot. Those are babies. You ever look at a baby when a baby's sitting in a fucking high chair and they don't get their food, they throw the fucking food on the floor. I want a cookie, so I'm going to throw the fucking dinner on the floor. That's what babies do. Adults are not adults no more. They're just grown folks. Grown folks are destroying as well. Because a whole bunch of fucking babies. Like, go in the corner, nigga, and cry. Get that off your chest. Go in the fucking corner and cry, nigga. Stay there. Stay there until you fucking let. And you will see. Yo, Nate, that was the best shit I've ever done. Nigga, how you feel? I feel great. Was it all good when you went out there and marched and you went out there and said, we're not taking the motherfucking damn shot. Um, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's crybaby shit. Well, that's how it writes. No, it's not. It's, you're being a crybaby. That's, that's what the fuck you are. You chose to do the job and you didn't realize the consequences. You see, when you take on a job as a first responder, you have a responsibility. Because people don't have nothing to do with your personal fucking choices, right? You fucking who you can fuck who you want, you can snort coke, you can do whatever you want, but you have to realize that you're not required to fucking sniff cocaine on the job. They find that your fucking blood is dirty, your urine is dirty, you get fired. You can't be taking people and transporting them to and from the hospital and you're high on fucking coke. Well, you said, well, Nate, that's different. It's not different. It's, they have their stipulations. No, motherfucker, if you do not abide by, abide by the rules, you are gone. Respect the fucking rules. You don't want to respect it, then fuck you. And what's fucked up, now you have innocent people that are suffering because now you got, you and a group of 400,000 motherfuckers marching because y'all feel a certain type of way because your original master lost the election. That's what it is. Especially here in New York. Because wh- why are you walking around with Trump 24? What the fuck does this have to do with taking a shot and people walking around with signs that say Trump 24? Those are all big, big babies. You know what to wake them up? You know what to wake them up? A motherfucking damn earthquake. Somebody coming out here with artillery fucking guns and shooting. That'll wake the motherfuckers up. Because then they realize that, yo, shit is real. Because that person that's shooting has emotions too. Y'all making this political. So, but if it was so political, how come you're not allowed to take drugs into your body? How can somebody tell you to do what to do with your body? Which, which is bullshit. They could tell you. You working for me, motherfucker. I'm telling you, you put that shit in your body, you lose your fucking job. You you put that into your body, you lose your fucking job. Well, how is that possible? It is possible. It's very much possible because these are the rules because I have innocent people that are relying on you and if you don't fucking go to the point and and disobeying protocol, you lose your fucking job. Fuck you. See, these are people that need to know that it's not about what you believe. It's about what is your goal? What is your fucking goal after all this? After you show everybody and you stomp your feet, what is your goal? A baby has a goal. They're going to get mad until they get what the fuck they want. But then what happens when 
You ain't getting shit. What happens when the fucking parent says, you're not getting a fucking thing? Because now you fucking got an attitude. So the baby loses. The baby got to eat spinach right now. The baby probably went the cookie. The mother's like, oh, no. You're not going to be having an attitude. You're going to eat this spinach. You're going to eat this fucking spinach. The baby makes a cry, starts wilding out, having a fit, and then after a while, he gets tired. Then he realizes, he or she realizes, yo, what the fuck was I doing? Now they go to sleep and sleep all good now. It's nature to let the cry out. Like, let the, let the cry out. That's what's bothering you. Something's bothering you, and you're blaming it on something else. You're frustrated. You hate your life. Your life is fucking garbage. You know you failed. You got a good job. You're unhappy. Your wife's fucking not fucking you anymore. You got this house. You can't stand it because you're paying too much money. You got car notes. You got credit card bills. You are a miserable fuck. And on top of it, you ain't getting no pussy. You're frustrated. So why not take this frustration and put it into a political fucking mode and, and go off? And then what? Now you lose your fucking job because you didn't want to cooperate. Now you get on the bridge and now you want to jump off of the motherfucker. And now you get a person like me that comes to the bridge and say, let me ask you a question. The fuck is you doing? I'm just done, Nate. I'm going to jump off this bridge. I'm going to get out of here. I'm not going to be bothered with nobody. Right. Hmm. Why? I'm just tired. Tired? Tired of what? Living? You don't want to be a, a, an adult anymore? You don't want to be a grown folk? It's not fun anymore? You got three kids, right? Yes, three kids. You have three children. You're married. You're going to leave your kids and just do a fucking coward move? You're a coward. That's a coward fucking move. That's not fair to your children, but it's about me. No, it's not about you. You have a responsibility. How about your job? Yeah, I do this for the job, and I, you know, I service people, and I don't let they don't love me. Really, they don't love you. They wouldn't have you there. You are a necessity. You are more needed in life than you could imagine. You are more needed in life than you could imagine. We all have a part to play. When I came here to the studio, there was a whole bunch of kids in front of here, whole bunch. First thing I did was be a fucking a grown folk. I was in grown folk mode. You know how grown folk grown fuck is these kids doing over here? Kids in the way of the space. I'm like, yo, get out the way. Then I get out the car and I look around the gate and I said, you know what? The kids ain't doing shit here. They got nowhere to go. And I asked and say, listen, what's going on? You know? I knew one of the kids because they were neighbors over here. So then we were talking. I found out this one wanted to be a doctor when he grew up. Um the other girl wanted to be an actress. She's undecided. She wanted to be an actress. I guess once she seen that everybody else was giving me answers and I was taken to the dude that said he was going to be a doctor, she, she, she stepped it up because she said she didn't know what she wanted to do. And then she said she wanted to be an actress. The, the whole great thing about it, all these kids have all these dreams, you know what I'm saying, of, and aspirations. And, you know, you got to get involved because this is how it was when I was a kid. Grown folks, AKA adults with fucking attitudes, 
they still took the time because it was their privilege and their honor to talk to us as kids. We are the teachers. But now this new regime of us, we, we, we're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Fuck these kids, you know? Fucking bastards. Better not do nothing to my gate. Better not do... Man, fuck the gate. It's a metal gate, man. Have a fucking ball on it. What are you going to do to the gate? Rip it out the ground? So as I was talking to them, the, the kid that was supposed to be a doctor said, you're going to be good. But I said, the problem is, you're going to be in a medicine, and these two over here that want to be in the military, you're not going to have no time for none of them. Once you go into med school, it's over. You're never going to fucking see these kids no more. So the kid said to me, well, listen, what do you think about being an engineer? This just happened, literally. This happened literally an hour ago. I just had this happen. So he said, because his father's an engineer. So I said, listen, it depends what you're an engineer for. You could be an engineer to build bridges. You could be an engineer and drive a train. You could be an engineer and build computers. But whatever you do, do. Make sure it has to do, and all of y'all, I told myself, all of y'all, make sure it has to do with technology, medicine, what did I say? Technology, medicine, and science. I said, then you'll be fine. Shout out to Associated Minister. What up, big bro? You, you, you see, what's important is getting over yourself. I'm already fucking livid. I got a whole bunch of shit going on. I'm out of the billionaire mindset. Because when I'm not in the billionaire mindset, now I'm a grown folk. I'm only an adult when I'm in the billionaire mindset. Right. So I'm on grown folk time when I first rolled up. First thing I was ready to do was go off on these kids. I was literally ready to get out the car. Be like, yo, don't fucking get on the gate, man. Don't fucking touch that gate. These kids have parents that are not just adults. They have parents that are grown folks and grown folks respond just as fucking abruptly as I do. With anger. They're always ready to fight. Who touched my kid? Fuck. Don't tell my kid this. No. I'm a leader. That quick, I slip with the billionaire mindset. I, I let myself go. And when you let yourself go like that, the kids lose. They suffer from you because as a leader, I have an obligation to lead the kids. God put me on a worth. He put me in that position today to talk to these children. Because I'm going to see them again and again and again. And it was when I had a stick in the hand. I said, listen, you with the stick, you just make sure you don't get near this car. And they understood. And when they see me next time, I'm going to tell them, listen, this is my name. You address me as Mr. You see, you, you, you plant the seed. You have to plant the seed, not just with your own kids, but the kids around you, the kids in the, the community, the kids around the world. You have to plant the seed. You guys want to be young so much, you don't want to tell people to call you mister. You are fucking mister. These kids were in the eighth, one was in the eighth grade. I think the rest was in the, no, all of them were fucking eighth graders. Eighth graders. But the tall Indian dude said he wants to be a doctor. You see how that shit comes from? It starts early. Hey, how you doing? Call me Mr. Coy. They need to know when I roll up, there's a, there's a mode of respect and salute. Even if they fuck up, they could, cause they, they could, listen, they could scratch the fucking car. It's a, it's a car. Do you understand what I'm saying? What are you going to do? Fuck around and get mad at the kid, push him and risk them kid falling in the street and then you could kill him. Now you're sitting in jail saying, all along I just was uptight. I could have just cried. This had nothing to do with my car. I was all fucked up with some other shit and I never let it out. 
I cry. I do. When I have to cry, I will cry. And it's a beautiful feeling. I remember crying one time in 2019 from a very bad situation. I remember me going, ooh, boy. Ooh, I needed that. I remember the day I bought my father a car. This is like 2012, 2013, something like that. I remember I purchased him a car. And I surprised him. Like I literally got rid of his car, took the shit to the junkyard, and replaced it with the new one. And I remember when I when he came downstairs and he cried so much that I I, I cried. He said every piece of stress just came out on that car because of how he was surprised of the car was giving him issues. He was going to actually buy one, but he's not moving fast enough. He cried and it had nothing to particularly do with the car, but it had something to do with the car. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when a materialistic item helps you. It was great. The greatest experience that I've ever, ever endured in my life was seeing my dad cry for that car. I will never, ever forget that. Big six foot eight man cried because of this gift for, for a car. I felt so good, man. I knew it was a life changer. I knew it was going to put me in a position to look at things completely different for the rest of my life. Because that's all we see. Human beings, we are so submerged in our lives with liabilities and wants and needs like this one brother told me and said yo the biggest issue with us as individuals is that we're programmed to look at each other that's all we do we we just look at each other everything is about looking at each other we don't look at ourselves sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and say nigga nigga you you need a fucking vacation you need to let some steam off you are depressed we need you need help Political conversations. I told a friend this week. I had a good friend of mine. I said, listen, do me a favor. I came to a conclusion with him. I said, listen, I need you not to discuss political, no political conversations with me and you ever again. No more. And I and I expressed it. Use the tools. Like sometimes you may not, if a person has an iPhone, I know you fucking damn Android users. Y'all niggas get annoying as fuck sometimes, but if you have an Android and you talk to a person, try leaving a WhatsApp, tell them to upload the app, get them, get them involved in WhatsApp or, um, you know, the DM through the voice, voice text. So, cause you know, sometimes there's some people you can't necessarily talk to, but you could talk to, you may not be able to have a one-on-one conversation, but you can have a conversation one on one without them interrupting you. You know what I mean? And you protect yourself because the things that you can fix, you go for it. The things you can't fix, then you have to adjust. That's just how life is. So the things you can fix is a motherfucker coming to you talking about some shit that you don't want to talk about. In order for me to do things on a political level, I have to, we have to be on the same page. I can't be, we can't be on two different sides of the fence because we're going to, it's going to go left. 
and I'm in, I'm trying to change. So in the billionaire mindset, we're not supposed to be violent. As a man, I'm a violent man. But in the billionaire mindset, we don't we don't do violence. You understand? It's not about violence. So the reality is that it was my responsibility to tell him because I foresee this. I start thinking of what if I kill this motherfucker? What if I really do? Like, what if I literally take a gun and shoot him in there? Nobody can stop me. And then I get caught and I go to jail and I'm sitting there like, damn, I could have just spoke and talked to this mother. You know what I'm saying? I could have just talked to him. Like, you can't get that back again. So this privilege that may not be receivable, he may not receive it the same way, but as long as he gets the message. That's what I love about WhatsApp. That two, them two blue checks. You heard, the, you got the message. I don't care if he never responded ever again. But I don't want to risk having a friendship that we have all these years to throw it down a drain because of some political beliefs. I don't discuss political conversations with people that are on the other side. I just don't. If I'm a Republican, you're a fucking Democrat. Well, I'm, I, but I'm not a Republican. If I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican, we don't discuss shit. Because I'm going to get angry. And I may do something that I'm going to regret. I know that. And if the person knows that and they antagonize me, then now they antagonize me. You understand what I'm saying? Because now you know. Because we, it was my duty to tell you, don't discuss that. You got to let a motherfucker know there are barriers and perimeters. Don't touch that. Some people should say, well, that comes without the territory. No, it doesn't. It is your, you have a responsibility to tell your loved ones, friends, foes, whoever you run into, you need to let a motherfucker know don't fucking go this far. You have a responsibility of that. And if you don't abide by that, then, you know what I'm saying? You have to be responsible to be responsible. Basically, that means you have to act. You have, a, you have a responsibility to act. You have to open your mouth and say what you have to say. But don't think that everybody around you, oh, this one's doing better, yo, this one's doing good shit. I know motherfuckers that do TikTok videos, and I'll show you a video. You'd be like, yo, she's bugging. She's having a good time. I'm like, yeah, but she's a fucking nut. I know her personally. You know what I mean? I know the person personally. So you, you have to be true to yourself. Be honest to yourself. Open your mouth. Say what's on your mind. But be real to yourself. Tell yourself, yo, I need to cry. If you if you're embarrassed to do it in the house because you got family there, go in the fucking car, man. Go in the best place to go is the car. Roll the window up. Turn the fucking AC on the heater. Whatever's going on in your your, your town, close and cry. Let it out. Keep letting that shit out till there's no more tears. And you will feel a difference, significant difference, significant. Anthony said, try not to turn so much, bro, brother. Much respect. <laughs> Yo, bro. The only reason why I'm out of past is because I curse. So it's going to be, you know what I mean? That that For me not to curse is not necessarily me. I have to curse. This is how I get my passion. This is how I'm able to talk to kids. Um, not necessarily cursing with the kids, but this, this is my expression because this is my transparency. 
I curse, but I mean well. Obi Steph said, these kids' parents are over 35 years old these days. They think they're 15 listening to trap music with them. Well, you know what's funny? If you listen to trap music with your kids, that's cool. But do understand that your kids need to know the difference between an adult and a kid. See, once the kid thinks that they could take you on as a parent, that's because you lost respect. A kid should know that the worst thing they even want to think about doing is putting a hand on a parent. And it's okay, you could be 50 fucking years old listening to trap music. There's, really, there's no age limit, but there's it's what you do. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. When these kids see me come out the car today, they knew there was a fucking man. Not the cool young guy or, hey, I'm cool, look at me. You know, I got my face shaved. I, you know, they, they knew niggas, I'm a, I'm a, I could be your fucking father, man. I'm your parents' age, if not older. So no matter what we deal with as individuals, we all have a job. You have a job. So you could probably go in your building and think, oh, these people out there or on your block, oh, these renters across the street are fucking bums or this one is doing this and this one is doing... Like, you may think you're better, and I get it, but remember, they're talking about you the same. They may think she thinks she's better than everybody. You see what I'm saying? You coming from your job and things are great. You coming from this beautiful office and you come home and these dirty motherfuckers across the street and the dirty ones are saying, hey, they think they all that. Fuck them. And now there's tension now. Y'all both don't like each other. And the other neighbors don't like you. You don't like them. And before you know it, you in a neighborhood where nobody likes anybody. Now, God forbid one of them kids give a fucking problem. Guess what's going to happen? The parents ready for you. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. And this is why we twist it. They'll get you. <laughs> and you know what's funny? It catches up because there's going to be something that you guys are all going to have to cry about. See, when things happen in your life and you're like, I don't believe this. I don't believe this. How can this be happening to me? I did well in my life. It's not that you didn't do well in your life. It's the mother assholes around you that didn't want to abide by the rules. See, you pay whether you realize it or not, you're going to pay. You're going to pay from somebody else's negligence. You will. Every time there's a life lost from COVID, anytime there's a life lost from somebody that ate bad, anybody at the time there's a life lost from somebody that got murdered, that's a message. And y'all still bitching with your neighbors? You still don't fuck with your sisters? You still don't fuck with your brothers? You still mad at your mother? Because your mother trying to tell you what to do and you think you... Are you serious? Man, go fucking cry. You need to... You you know what they used to say? You need to drink, nigga. You need to go in the corner and cry. Go let it out. You need to let some steam out. You're going to hide behind that shit when a death with a loved one passes. How dare you? Thank you, Evan. I appreciate that. I, believe me. I listen, when I'm not in a billionaire mindset, kids, I don't like kids. I get on the elevator with kids. I'm like, yo, man, I, I'll smoke one of these little motherfuckers that they do. The, you know how the little dirty motherfuckers coming in with these slippers and Nike slippers and stinking loud and book bags and shit that they ain't even using nothing in the bag, but you can't think like that. That's grown folk way. The billionaire mindset, we, we, we deal with adults. 
Can you be a billionaire mindset as a child? Yeah, that fucking, that kid had it. That one that said he wanted to be a doctor had it. And the one that asked me the question, what do you think about becoming an engineer? I said, this is the one, that one. And not because he's going to be a doctor, it's because he asked questions. It was the question about the engineer that he asked about his dad. He wanted to get some validation on top of the fact of his father. He wanted to ask somebody, maybe I'm the same age as his father, and he wanted to ask. That's the mindset. And now when I see the kids, I'm going to be like, what's going on, y'all? They got to ask their name. And you have to address yourself, call me Mr. Frank. Don't try to be cool and just have them call you by your first name. We didn't do that as kids, and I'm not going to do that as an adult to no children. Would you have your daughter or your son call you by your first fucking name? No. They call you daddy or mommy. Or uncle or auntie. You have to, you have to set the standards. If your neighbor, that if that ghetto ass neighbor and your classy ass was doing the right thing and you guys come together, you know what I mean? That could be a community. That's how communities are raised and that's how they're created. Real communities. We have responsibilities out here. I have a few friends, they failed on a couple of guys. I'm like, listen, I don't want any of your fucking problems. Go in the corner and cry. What did you learn? See, that's what I'm about. What did you learn? Everything is for learning. What did you learn? That experience, you've been with this bum for five months, five years, 50 years. What did you learn? Give me a testimony. I want to hear something. Give me a testimony. And man, y'all are the worst with that because you guys kill me. You guys need to cry more than a woman. Yes. Dudes are terrible. Let it out, man. That's why you're sad. That's why you're not producing. That's why you just can't get past yourself. Depression. What do you do when you're depressed? You sit under the covers? You wait till it passes by? Okay. How long are you going to do that? Do you understand what I'm saying? How, how long are you going to do that? And, and, and again, are you going to revisit that? So every time you get depressed, that's what you keep doing? That's not good. What's the difference between somebody that's depressed and somebody that's hurt? It's just no difference. It's, it's pain. Pain is pain. Pain is pain. Release it. If you had a heart attack, that means you're alive, right? So if you had a heart attack, your body gets fucked up, all the above, you go through whatever you go through, clearly because your heart was attacked. Do you understand? See, you see where I'm going with this? If your heart was attacked, do you realize maybe if you let off a lot of the things, maybe you would have never had a heart attack? You could have a heart attack from depression. A heart attack. You can have a heart attack from depression. My father used to always tell me, you're not too old to have a heart attack. Be careful. Stress. The number one cause of heart attacks. Stress. Stress is when you hold shit in. I'm not going to say nothing. Family member doing me dirty. I ain't going to say nothing. Why not? 
don't say nothing to things that you know that's going to cause a problem. I have a sister. We don't have the same political beliefs. I don't talk about politics. That's all. We just don't discuss politics because it's going to go left. You know what I'm saying? Why would I do that? Wake up, man. Change your ways, man. Change your ways. You know, it's okay. You got something with a friend. I got a friend right now, but I got to deal with I don't like his girlfriend. And now I have to accept the fact that his girlfriend is no longer his girlfriend. His girlfriend is going to be his wife. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, Nate, you know, you got to accept it. No, I don't. You do not. He has to accept that. You can fix that. You don't have to accept that. He has to accept that. That's his wife. The question is, how far am I going to go? Now, this is a mode of crying. It's a mode of expression because I got to talk to him one-on-one and say, listen, I got a problem. And I want to be honest with you. And it may it may harm our friendship. It may It may do something, but I don't like your wife. And you know I don't. So I don't want to be around her. Versus something bad happens to her and or or I get in an argument with her and then shit goes left and God forbid, whatever. I'm just making a hypothetically. Like I hit her. Let's say I smack the shit out of her. Now, I never hit no girls, but let's just say I punched in the face. Now, niggas, my family's all fucked up. Yo, how the fuck could you hit a girl? I'm surprised at you. You talk all this positive shit. How could you do that? And I'm sitting here feeling like a fucking loser because I'm like, why I ain't just talk to this nigga? We could have avoided this. Sometimes you got to let a person know, listen, I got a problem. And I don't want to hold this in. I think that you should know about it. I ain't feeling you. And I'm feeling myself going in a direction. I don't want to have a problem. So that expression on the, on the flip side, he's supposed to be receptive to that because that could have been a murder. A nigga could have murdered you. If a nigga is able to come to you and tell you what he don't like about somebody and you want to jump in the game and say, oh, this one's hating. How the fuck are you going to come? You're going to accept it. I'm going to do what I want to do. Nobody. You got to be real careful because you might come home and find that motherfucker dead. You may blame the person for it, but the reality was whether they did it or not, that could have been avoided if you just spoke. If you were receptive to a conversation, talk to a person. Cry. It's called a cry. A cry for help. A cry. You ever see somebody that's trying to reach out to you and they did you dirty and they just trying to recoup and patch things up and you just like you just want to be off. Oh, fuck them. Let them suffer. Damn, a nigga called you, wished you happy Father's Day, nothing. Fuck him. He did me dirty. You that's that's called a cry for help. It's a cry for help. If a person is able to reach out to you, that's a cry for help. You got to salute them because they could have went the wrong way. That's a warning. If a nigga come to me and tell me, yo, bro, you know, 
some shit be going on in the hood, I think you should know about it. You got to tell that nigga, yo, good looking out for telling me that, bro. I appreciate that. Because if it wasn't for him, you would have never known. Shout out to DJ Wu. What up, big bro? You have a responsibility to tell an individual, stranger or not, watch that. Be careful. Hey, somebody's coming behind you. See a motherfucker getting raped and you ain't got no gun. You got the ability, you you, you call 911. You know what I'm saying? Videotape, whatever the fuck you do, you got a responsibility. If you are, if you law enforcement, you know, you got the damn joint on you, then you know what you got to do. You got a responsibility. You no longer a civilian, nigga. You got to be God's child. That's what we all here for. We are God's children. Conversations about the shot, per se, the COVID shot. I try to stay away from that with friends because the reality is like, what's our goal? What are we going to talk about? You you know I fuck with it. You don't in the end. Like, wh- why you keep repeating the same shit? Now you got to tell a motherfucker, yo, do me a favor, man. Like, in the future, don't, don't discuss that shit with me. Just stop talking about it. And if the motherfucker want to be a dick, and I'm telling you, dickhead, if you're listening, and you're on the other side, well, you know, I'm going to talk. You can't. That's not fair. We're living in a crazy world right now. A motherfucker could just snap and do something to you really bad. Take heed to somebody that comes and talks to you. It's a cry for help. A nigga's trying to reach out to you. When I say cry, it doesn't mean you get on your knees and just cry like, you know, let it all out. Cry is the expression. Let it out. Look around you and say, what doesn't bother me? There's certain shit that just bothers me. And should I speak on it? Some people are like, no, fuck that, yo. Life is life. No, no, no. Don't give me none of the rhetorical bullshit. Give me the real. What should I do? What do I do? Am I doing the right thing? You have a responsibility. You do. You have a response. You have a responsibility in life to let an individual know what's on your heart. Take it off your heart. It's not healthy. You can't eat good, pray, and then hold a whole bunch of malice in your heart. You can't do that. You will ruin yourself. Nothing comes good about a person that fucking harbors and keeps shit. Listen, harbor a fugitive and see what happens. You know what the judge is going to tell you? You knew the nigga was a killer. You fucking kept him in your house and you got to do time. There's consequences for holding things in. Express the freedom of expression. The best expression is a cry. It's the best expression. The best expression. What do babies do? When they, they can't talk, they can't do nothing, but they'll cry. Ah, it's the that's how they have to communicate. Now you went from that to a to a grown folk, and now you just hold all that shit in every day. You should have cried fucking seven years ago. You've been holding that in. Now you go to the doctor and they tell you, um, listen, your fucking heart is uh fucked up. What have you been doing? 
Well, I eat well. Stop eating salt. Stop eating beef. Stop eating. Now you gotta eat a whole. Stop eating a whole bunch of shit because they gonna look at it from your diet. No, nigga, they don't know that you was holding a whole bunch of shit in, and it fucked your health up. It is your health. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna keep this under an hour because I gotta come back with another topic. But it's time, man. Let it out, man. Let it go. Let it go. You come to me, yo, Nate. That's why I stayed in myself. No, nigga, you're combative. I don't want that. Com- go, go that way. Get the fuck out of here. You, you, get, get out of here with that. I don't want to hear that. Because I, really, I know where it's going. I know people that talk about their fathers. The fathers talk about their sons. Sons, daughters talk about their mother. Mother talk about their daughter. And at the end of the day, y'all just miss each other. That's all it is. Wake up. The billionaire mindset is creating you to be bigger than what you are beyond. But you can't focus on a prize and have millionaire bullshit go on. You can't be a billionaire and have the billionaire mindset with petty nonsense. They don't think like that. And the billionaire mindset, we don't promote spending money on and blowing money and flipping illegal activity and shit. That, that's not the billionaire mindset. Some could be the millionaire mindset. Some could be the fucking damn, the, the mindset of a, drug, of a fucking drug dealer. It's different mindsets, but this mindset, we have to think logical. You're depressed. And I get it. And you're sad. Life is just not what you want it to be. You know what? If it's not one thing, it's another. It's always something happening. I know. I just turn on the news and see that. But if everybody does what they're supposed to do, it'll be a better world. It's the people. It's the people. It's how we think. It's our mindset. Our mindset is what desensitizes us. Self-medicate yourself. I don't go to no bro, no, no shrink. I ain't got to tell them I got an addiction if I go to brothels and buy a prostitute. Yes, you do. You got a fucking problem. And one day you're going to walk into the wrong place and somebody's going to come up here, rob that shit and put a fucking bullet in your fucking ass. And you got to explain that shit to your wife. That you was buying some pussy. Let your wife know I got a problem. I want to have more sex. I need you to wear more sexier things. Get your feet done. I want to work on you. And wife, you got to be receptive to that because that's a cry. That nigga's letting you know if you don't fucking step your game up, bitch, I'm going to cheat. I'm probably going to fuck a whole bunch of hookers because them bitches are sexy. You're responsible for your man. No, I'm not responsible. Yes, you are. That nigga's stepping out because he's bored. Step your game up. That nigga says he's into shit. You know what he's into? You guys have to be on the same page. And that's what it's about. See, the world now is not on the same page. We're split. We're all fucked up. Just split in half. You're over here. I'm over here. You know what I'm saying? How, How do we do that? You're over here. I'm over here. You're doing things this way, I'm doing things that way. 
Wake up, people. Wake up. The cry I tell you is a cry. Let's express yourself. Let it go. Talk about things. You got that friend. You got that sister, that brother. You missed them. Let it out, man. Leave a message. Go to WhatsApp and leave a message. 20 fucking minutes. Even if they don't respond, as long as you see that blue check, them two blue checks, the job is done. You don't need no more validation than that. As long as they got the message. You see them two blue checks, that means they listen to the 20 fucking minutes and they're going to play that shit back. And they still want to be fucking angry that's on them, but you did your part. Your cry is out. Let it off. Let it out. Release. That's why people tell you, you got a problem with me, let me know now or forever hold your peace. You know what that means? You don't let me know now, nigga. Hold your hold that shit in. Because you don't let me know now. Don't come to me in that fucking tomorrow telling me I do have a problem. No, motherfucker. You had the ability in the opposite. You had the ability yesterday to let me know this shit. You don't want to sit there and, and now you want to sleep with it. No, nigga, I don't trust you now because you're going to be a person holding shit in. I need to know the people that's around me. We good. Why? Because they would have told me. Stop it. You're angry. Everybody's fucking angry. Democrat, Republicans, fat, skinny, fake, real, all of you fucking hurt. Yo, nigga, I ain't hurt, nigga. That's why I robbed niggas. Because you're fucking broke. That's why you're poor. You can't accept it, nigga. Would you be robbing motherfuckers if you had $30, $30 million? No. You're fucking broke, and that's why you're doing that. Oh, I didn't look at it like that. Yeah, of course it's like that. What billionaire, what millionaire with fucking 30 million in the bank is going to go rob people for fucking $100? Who's going to do that? You. Too much shit, man. Your health. It's not just about your health. It's mental health. Mental health is what's destroying. Look at the motherfucker. You want to see mental health at its fucking finest? Mental health at its finest is a motherfucker that don't fuck with social media. They don't do nothing. They, don't, they, they barely even fucking know how to use a computer. But the people of the world, this is all mental illnesses, man. All mental fucking illnesses. All that's all you see in mental illnesses. Mental, mental fucking illnesses. Left and right. Left and right. Do better. Let it off, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna be gone, and I'll be back momentarily. I actually got to do that title that I originally was supposed to do earlier. So uh, I'll be right back.